Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now, Christina Krakowski, and she played Becca Engel in Massacre Academy. Hey, Christina, how are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm glad we can make this happen. Uh, we had uh, Jess on earlier this week. We had Mark on yesterday and earlier today we had on Sierra and we finally have the fourth and final one on. <laughs> Christina, it's so glad to have you on. Thank you. No problem. So the first question I have, generic, I've been asking everybody this pretty much. Uh, so how did you get your start into acting? So uh, I just always kind of felt a connection with it. You know, whenever I was a little kid, I always knew it was like kind of what I wanted to do. I would do like, you know, community theater and school plays, but I actually didn't start taking it professionally until I was 20 years old. Um, I'm 22 now, so I've been in the industry for about two years, Mm -hmm. Um, but I never really had like that one moment of like, this is what I want to do. It was always just, you know, what felt right, I guess. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, so um, I asked the same thing to Jess, Mark, and Sierra. I just kind of want to get your side of things on it um, about uh, Massacre Academy. Uh, the people that haven't watched, you know, say their interviews and are watching yours, what can you tell them about the movie? Like, can you tell them in your own words what the premise or plot of the story is? Yeah, so um, it's set in the 80s and it is a slasher comedy film. Um, it's definitely got a lot of laughs to it, but it does have your fulfillment of gore, you know, if you're into the slasher side of it got you covered and since it is the 80s you can expect you know these crazy costumes and bright colors and all that magical stuff um that came along with the 80s but the the story is about um two sisters Mm -hmm. and uh they went through this awful awful like tragedy there was like this slashing killer um who rampaged basically through the college um and they were the ones who survived Uh, and the town kind of moved on from it and they're trying to put the pieces back together. And right when they feel like they're starting to get somewhere, the murders are happening again. And um, my character, Becca, you know, she plays their best friend. So the three of them, along with some awesome, awesome characters have to figure out like, is this a copycat? Is this the same guy? Like they thought he was like dead. So they have to figure out what is going on. Why is it happening again? Right. Absolutely. That sounds really good. I know Mark gave me the screener to look at. Um, so I'll be watching that either this week or uh, next weekend. I'm busy this weekend, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but uh, I will be getting into it th- within the next week or so. I can't wait to see it. Um, it sounds really good. I saw the trailer that looks badass. So I can't wait to actually see this movie. Um, so your character, obviously, her name is uh, Becca Engel. So can you tell us a bit about who she is and how she is important to the film? Yeah, so um, Becca, she is a college student. She goes to school with Chris and Maggie. Um, She doesn't, she's part of a sorority, but she doesn't really fit in with the sorority sisters. Uh, She gets bullied a lot. Um, You'll see throughout the film that she just really gets torn down by them. Uh, But she does have a very interesting like side story to her along with all the chaos of the slashing going on um, that I'm very excited for everybody else to see. Nice. That's awesome. And I, I love when there are like when there's that main story arc and then there's also the character side stories, but they don't take away from the main story arc. That's a huge bonus, especially if it's done right. Right. Absolutely. So um, so uh, what was the best part about filming Massacre Academy and what was the worst? The best part? 
I would say is the cast. Like, honestly, I've never connected with a cast so quickly. This was my first, you know, big film. Um, I've never done like an independent uh, film before. I've done a lot of like student films and short films. So to connect with this like awesome cast and to learn from so many of them was incredible. We all like became family so quickly. just being on set every day like you know sometimes projects they can feel like work or they can feel like stress but it was never that case with this project which was great that's awesome what about the worst is there anything bad the worst um (laughs) i would say the worst was there was one day on set and i'm sure this was mentioned before it was frigid. It was so cold. <laughs> it was so cold. Um, it was, I don't even know what month it was. It, it was winter. And it was like, we were at two different locations and the second location, especially like did not have any heat to it. So we were all like cuddled in blankets, me and the other two ladies, like in between takes, we'd all be under the blankets, like cuddling and huddling together because it was just so cold. But honestly, like that's the like worst thing I could complain about, which isn't too bad. Like there was not too much to complain about with this project. Thank That's you. awesome. So we know uh, Mark uh, Cantu. He was on my show yesterday. Me and him, we became really good friends. Um, and we've only known each other for like a week or two and we became really close, mostly because of our childlike humor. Um, so how was he as a director? He was great. Honestly, he's quickly become one of my best friends. Um, I love working with him, but I also just love hanging out with him outside of set. And it's just, it's always incredible, especially I'm always amazed by his talent. Um, he's not just, you know, a director, he's a writer. He's, he's, you know, an editor. He does all these amazing things and it always amazes me. Like, how he does it <laughs> absolutely yeah we watched the last night after our interview wrapped we t- stayed back and talked a little bit and i showed him a, a fictional i think it's a fictional trailer of a wrestling trailer like called tables and it was like a horror type movie where the tables kill the wrestlers or whatever <laughs> and uh, i showed it and then we watched halloween kills and just the way he like uh, even watching table like the way he was laughing and everything like that childlike humor like that's what connects with me because that's me that's me in a nutshell yeah <laughs> and, I, and just connecting with him like over that and and the fact that he is a filmmaker and he's brilliant at what he does, like he really is like, I mean, you have to like, it's good. The, a good director is where you can be, where you can be real and do what you have to do and be professional on set. But then when it's in between takes, like also have that joking personality, that good, good goofy personality. And, you know, and he all, he does all that. And then on top of that, he challenges like we talked about that a lot uh, yesterday. He challenges his actors and actresses um, oh, yeah. to to be their best. So, like, was there a way he challenged you to be uh, something you didn't think you possibly had in you, maybe? Yeah, I, I feel like he honestly just challenges me every day. Like, I am working on the next film that he's making, Wolf Hollow. I am a part of that. And I feel like that is definitely going to be a big leap. Every time he brings me back for a project, It is always a next level kind of thing. And that's what I love about him is that he has the faith in me to do that. But he also knows he's able to push me to my limits to get, you know, the best of my abilities. Absolutely. And Wolf Hall is going to be exciting. I'm going to, I'm, I don't know if you heard this, but I am going to be part of Wolf Hall as well. Awesome. So I, do, I do hope to look for, I do hope to work with you. That'll oh yeah. Amazing. Um, so that was actually my next question about Wolf Hollow. Um, so what, what can you tell us about the film and how does your character uh, differ than the one that you play in Massacre Academy? I have to choose my words very carefully. <laughs> I, we have an ongoing <laughs> joke. Um, 
I'm known as the Tom Holland of the group. If you know Tom Holland, he tends to spoil things wait, unintentionally. Wait, which Tom Holland, though? The Spider-Man or Spider-Man the Child's Play director? The, the, the Spider-Man, Tom okay. Holland. He, um, he tends to spoil things in interviews. So I'm known as the Tom Holland of the group. Oh, okay. um, so I have to be careful. No Tom Hollands here. But what I can say is my character, her name is Alex. Um, she is... I think I'm allowed to say what she does. She's a producer and she, I don't know if I was allowed to say that. Sorry, Mark, but it's all. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I might have just pulled a top on. But she, she's awesome. She's this like badass chick. And it's it's similar. There's similarities to her and Becca in ways, but in ways they are very, very different. Mm-hmm. And I am so excited to to play her. Um I, I haven't seen the full script yet since it's all in pre-production right now. But from what I've learned about her, it's incredible. Like, I'm just so ready to play her. Nice. So it's totally, so I'm guessing Alex is going to be totally different than uh, Becca. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely, they, like I said, they have slight similarities, I guess. But mm-hmm. like, it's going to be night and day in some ways. Nice. And the audience will definitely pick up on that. Nice. So what was it like working uh, with Justin Sierra? Oh my gosh, I love those girls. <laughs> I love them so much. Um, I knew Jess a little bit prior to doing Massacre Academy. We met um, in passing, but Sierra, I, I had never met before. Um, when I was hired for Massacre Academy at the callback, I was actually, that's where I first met Sierra. I was able to read with her because she had already been cast. Yeah. Um, but they're both, they're great girls. So great, so talented. And they always crack me up. <laughs> that's awesome. And yeah, Sierra said the, uh, said the uh, same thing um, about uh, like, you know, the callback and everything. And she, she said it was like an instant click. Yeah. Awesome. So which horror uh, films are your favorite and which horror films got you into becoming a horror fan? Ooh, I love this. Um, <laughs> so uh, growing up, my I started on horror films like really young. My my dad showed them to me. He introduced me to them. And my mom was very angry because I was like five or six. And I think my very first film I ever watched it was either one of the Halloween films or it was Freddy versus Jason. It was one of these slasher films. Nice. Um, my favorite film, though, has always been Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. I love that is like one of the only films that have like had me on the edge of my seat. It was so intense, especially towards the end of the film. And my heart was racing. Um, I also love Halloween original 1978, too. Awesome. Awesome. So did you uh, check your Facebook messages earlier? I have not yet. Okay, so <laughs> in, in the Sierra interviews, there's a lot of stuff going on there about you and her. So uh, care to tell us about the, what this a little birdie told me about your side of the elevator story? <laughs> oh, the elevator story. The best thing that came out of, out of here. One of the best things. All right, so. I don't know what Sierra told you about it or anyone's told you. I will tell you what she said after I hear your Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to make a note. I did not leave her in an elevator. Okay, okay so, so what that's happened... what she said. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what happened was we were in between takes, you know, Mark was setting up a shot or doing his thing, I, being professional, and we weren't, as usual. We were, <laughs> we were right. playing around. Um, because you know we had a break and so what was happening was Sierra was vlogging and we saw this elevator and this elevator was the smallest elevator I've ever seen it was like a closet space and Sierra's like let's go up it I'm like claustrophobic as it is I was not getting in an elevator with her but she opened it and I was like 
are you sure it's not going to break on you? And she's like, we'll find out. And she's vlogging it as we're going. And she opened the door. She goes in. I'm hesitant. But before I could make up their mind, the elevator shuts. And this is an old elevator. I think if I walked in between, it would have shut on me. Like, I think I would have gotten smushed. You but anyways, sliced in half and made it. You yeah, been a I, it would have been a horror film right behind the scenes, honestly. <laughs> so I didn't leave her. And the, so what happened was, I thought she was like lost. I was like, oh my gosh, she's stuck in the elevator. Like, I'm never going to see her again. I'm going to get fired. Like, I just lost my co-star and we're due for a scene in like 10 minutes. So my instinct is to run, try to beat the elevator and run up the stairs as quickly as I can. Right. Where I pass Mark. Um, <laughs> and Mark, of course, can smell my suspicion, you know, the suspiciousness from a mile away. And he is like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm I like, can so see it. So I, I try to come up with an excuse, but I really can't explain. I think my co-star is locked in an elevator somewhere. So I just nothing and run past <laughs> and I get to the top where of the, the building and the elevator, like it wasn't open and she wasn't there. So I was like, oh my God, I really lost her. I ran through the halls of every single one of these buildings looking for her. I ran all around the building looking for her and waiting to see where it got off on and I couldn't find her. So I, <laughs> I went back down to, you know, the ground floor that we were on the ground level and I hear Christina, she is screaming my name and I've never been so happy to get yelled at. She's like, I'm going to kill you. I'm like, happily do so. At least you're alive and I didn't lose you and the film can go on. And then of course she goes on with her very dramatic rendition of how I abandoned her in an elevator. Uh, and I don't know which story to believe. And I know when I interviewed Sierra earlier, Sierra is like, don't listen to her. Don't listen to her. She left me in that elevator. I did not leave her. It was her. You know, you play stupid games. You win stupid prizes here. You <laughs> walked in that elevator yourself. <laughs> we were doing a horror film. Don't you know not to make bad decisions? Come right. On. That's like rule number one. <laughs> right. Exactly. And like they say, when when you're in when you're in a horror movie, you don't run up the steps or in this case go up an elevator. Yeah. You run out the door. You, exactly. you run out the elevator door. What is she thinking? <laughs> exactly. Um, it's funny because in the Facebook comments on Sierra's interview, I think it was on the one Mark shared of my post and, uh, and uh, Mark just posted like these gifts. And one of them is, uh, it said, uh, this is Sierra in the elevator. And it's like somebody in a box, like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is Christina while Sierra's in the elevator. And it's like somebody evilly laughing. <laughs> I love that. And then I Jess just chimes in and puts a, puts a gif and it's of, of Michael Jackson eating popcorn. I'm here for the comments. That's Jess. That is Jess entirely. She's there for the drama. As long yeah. as she's not in it, she yeah. loves it. Just told uh, me. She's the one that initially told me about the elevator story and she said that she said i'm not going to tell you a thing you ask sierra and you ask uh ask um christina and then i spoke to mark briefly about it yesterday and he's like i don't know who you interview first but depending on who it is you will get one side of the story and then the other one you'll get a totally different side of the story <laughs> he yep. said you have to ask them. like remember elevator story Yep. And my favorite thing is it's all on video because she was vlogging. She was in that. her. Yeah. So you guys will get to decide when it's released who was in the wrong. Is that going to be but a Blu-ray behind the scenes? I hope so. I It will make its way somewhere, I'm sure. But that was the funniest thing to me was That's it was awesome. all on video. <laughs> That's awesome. So um, the premiere is coming up, we know. Um, it's 
July 31st, I can say that. So obviously I said when, but where will the premiere be airing? And if anyone wants to go and see this, this premiere of Massacre Academy, how can they get their tickets and how much are they? So um, the premiere is in Irwin, PA, which okay. is like an hour from Pittsburgh where I live. Um, and it is at the Lamp Theater, nice. which is a really cool venue. Um, the tickets are $30 and you can get them right on the Lamp's you know, the Lamp Theater's website, or you can go to Facebook and Massacre Academy has a page where you can check all of that information out. Awesome. Perfect. And I wish I could go. Uh, we're going to be filming the two weekends before that. And then okay. probably that weekend, we'll probably be doing some last minute prep for the remaining of filming. But uh, I will be there in spirit. I, I can't wait to work with you. Oh, and we'll follow. I'd love to see you there. Um, you know, I can't wait. That I mean, it's going to be great. Like, we'll follow. It's going to be great. Massacre Academy is going to be great. I can't wait to see that myself. Um, so the last question I got for you to close out this interview. So anything other than we'll follow Massacre Academy, are you working on anything else, any other projects that you want to promote to the listening and viewing audience? And do you have any social media you want to promote? And I want to say that I have followed you on, I believe all three Instagram on my three Instagrams as well. So. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I would say. You can check me out on Instagram, which is just at Christina Krakowski. Um, I have most social media platforms. I don't really use Twitter too much, but I do have that, which is probably just the same, as well as TikTok. I've been diving into that realm as well, which is just at Christina Krakowski. Um, as for projects, you know, Masker Academy and Wolf Hollow have taken up most of my time at the moment, just preparing for the next role and saying goodbye to the first one. Um, but to find out, you know, any new projects I have coming up, you know, follow my social media pages. I always post about it there and uh, yeah, stay tuned for more. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm sure you have an IMDb page, so I'm sure that'll that be updated uh, every time you have a project coming out. So when this interview ends and people are like, I wonder what Christina Krakowski is up to now. And you can go right to her IMDb page and see what she's involved with. That is true. That is very true. I thank you, Christina, for joining me. And thank you for clearing up that elevator story. <laughs> You are very welcome. And thank you so much for having me. No problem. I, I'm yes. glad we can make this happen. Um, you have a great rest of your day. All right. Yes, you right. too. And I look forward to seeing you on yes. Apollo. Absolutely. See you then. <laughs> Bye.